0: Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Thursday the 30th of July. It's been a busy day with 11 surprises and three shocks, so the hope I had entertained earlier this week that things were beginning to become less opaque, and deviations from consensus or trend becoming less extreme, begins to look a tad misplaced. Alas! One can't avoid the fact that today is the first sighting shot at 2q us gdp the advance estimate had it that the economy shrank 32.9 percent in annualized terms or to put it in the purely quarter on quarter terms that the rest of the world uses it shrank nine and a half percent quarter on quarter because we've got the full breakdown of these estimates we can and will take a look at that more closely but let's start by acknowledging that that 9.5% quarter quarter and quarter fall is actually a slightly better result than we had for Germany today, where we were told it shrank 10.1% quarter and quarter, or if you want to put it in the same terms as the US results, it fell by 34.7% annualised. The point I want to make is that although Germany's result was actually slightly better than the 10.9% quarterly fall expected, so much so it actually counted as a surprise, it was nevertheless a worse fall than the US suffered. Query: Can we expect the Donald to be tweeting about that? Better than Germany, bigly. The main contours of the US results are largely as you'd expect. Personal consumption down 34.6% as locked out services, dropped 43.5% while goods fell only 11.3%, with durables down only a fractional 1.4%. Hardly anything. Fixed investment fell 29.9%, non-residential down 27%, residential down 38.7%. Exports dropped 64.1%, imports dropped 53.4%, but net exports actually added back um, 68 uh, basis points to GDP growth. But private inventories obviously were squashed, with the inventory dump cutting off just under four percentage points from growth. Excluding inventory movements, final sales of domestic product dropped by 29.3% annualized. Now, within that general picture, we can already begin to see some of the logic of a third quarter rebound. Let's take a look. First, and most obviously, that 43.5% fall in services spending, which accounted for 22.9% of the 32.9% overall fall, that's going to rebound as lockdowns ease. Second, as we saw yesterday, the scramble to dump inventory in the second quarter has left the economy looking inventory light. Yesterday's retail inventory sales ratio dropped to what I believe is an all time low. As inventories fell 2.6%, while sales jumped 7.5%. And you can bet that the need by retailers to restock is going to be crushing the wholesaler's inventory shipment ratio in July. And the response to that, of course, will be that wholesalers will be hassling manufacturers for new supply now, please. Inventory dumping stripped nearly 4 percentage points from growth in the second quarter. Most likely, it will be adding it back sharply in the third quarter. Third, residential investment dropped 38.7% in the second quarter. It looks like this is already in turnaround in June, with pending home sales up 6.3%, new home sales up 6.9%, existing home sales up 3.5%. All those are year-on-year terms, by the way. Meanwhile, inventories of unsold properties, whether they're new or existing, are now down in year-on-year terms. Inventories again, you notice. Housing starts and building permits haven't yet really caught up with this, but they probably will by July. And fourth, and most unexpectedly perhaps, whilst the lockdown and its impact on labour markets meant that compensation fell 24.6%, that's annualised, this was more than offset by the massive jump in government subsidies and transfer payments. The result? Personal disposable income didn't fall it jumped by 42.1 percent annualized. Now sure that's not going to happen again but the dollar amount of personal savings in the second quarter was effectively triple that that it was in the first quarter. So even if we get some of those government subsidies and transfer payments fizzling out there's some consumer firepower stored up if consumers choose to use it. Does all this guarantee a full rebound, or that much sought after V-shaped recovery? Well, in the long term, no, of course not. But it does look like we should expect a very solid rebound in the third quarter, at least. And talking of rebounds, did you notice what happened in Singapore's third quarter manufacturing expectations? No, of course you didn't, because no one outside Singapore looks at this stuff. Still, it's a marginal producer, so the diffusion indexes and the expectations are interesting. The diffusion index jumped 49 points to minus 7, with actually positive results for precision engineering, electronics and general manufacturing. Transport engineering and biomeds are still negative, though. Once again, the point is that Singapore is the marginal supplier in most of the things that it does. So when times are looking better to them, you can imagine that there is some... Um, demand, uh, uh, unseen demand so far, beginning to be s- seen uh, by those manufacturers. Right, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. And if you got something out of it, and I hope you did, please feel free to spread the lo- world about the bulletin. Um, if you could recommend it to your colleagues, that will be very helpful. If you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on MJT Coldwater at fastmail.com.